They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. That's why we call faithful. Nobody believed but us. That's that. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me alone. Let's go. Fortino. <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Fortino when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh, yeah. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed is that niners talk. We outline players up the chalk. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the Niners talk. Niners talk. Nitty gritty, this the Niners talk. Bre- bre- breezy, Breezy's in the building. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there, man? It's a lovely day, is it not? It's pro day, pro day, and we have some results. So I'm super excited to talk a little bit about some of the things that many of us have already seen. I've seen. I'm hoping you guys got a chance to see. And if you didn't get a chance to see, guess what? I got the clip clip loaded in the... You already know what time it is, all right? So we're going to go ahead and watch a little bit of that. Uh, before we get started, thank y'all so much for tuning in. But let's go ahead and get off the finality. I'm your most breezy, man. I'm here. I'm giving you shows on all week off, man. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do some things. So make sure you like and follow us on Facebook. That's Nitty Gritty Niners, man. Help me brand this brand, baby, man. Get the word out there, man. Tell a friend, tell a friend. So if you're on Facebook, go ahead and like and follow us on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter at Nitty Gritty Niners, the number nine ERS. This is where we put our polls. We're going to be posting data, uh, pictures, videos, all that good stuff right here on our Twitter account, man. And we'll be talking to you. It's four of us, right? So you might get, which I don't, you don't know which one you're going to be responding to. So make sure you go ahead and give us a follow there. You can also follow us on Instagram as well. Nitty Gritty Niners spelled all the way out, just like our Facebook. And subscribe to us on our very own YouTube channel, Nitty Gritty Niners. And while you're there, go ahead and hit that thumbs up. That's the like button. Make sure you smash it, hit it, bang it, flip it, smack it, rub it down. Don't care. Make sure the thumb is going this way, not that way. We truly appreciate it. Listen, we're trying to get this podcast amongst some of the other great 49er podcasts out there like Nothing But Niners. So please go ahead and make sure you hit that thumbs up. And to everybody listening to us on their favorite podcasting station, whether it's Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, go to your one-stop shop, Anchor.fm. If you want, just go right there and you can find us on any one of these joints. And if you do subscribe, make sure you subscribe to us on our very own Apple Podcast channel. Please select the five stars because once again, we're trying to get our podcast up there with some of the great podcasts out there like striking gold all right so make sure you guys do that and you can also email us at nitty niners at gmail.com uh make sure you email us man we get people email us all day we got some really cool fans that's going to be coming on the show doing some special mock drafts for you for me can't wait to see where their brains are going man it's crazy right now the San Francisco 49ers with this third pick, and it's just like, who are we dropping? Oh my god, it's gotta be this guy, it's gotta be this guy, it's gotta be this guy. This today's show is gonna be about Justin Fields because today is Fields Day. I'm talking about Field of Dreams, and we're gonna talk a little bit about Justin Fields and why all of a sudden I kind of like this guy. Not that I never liked him. Let me let me let me rephrase that. Hold on. Uh wait, what is John, my man? John, you're always talking stuff. 
I I I I listened to uh my man uh Eric Davis and my man Rashawn on the Believe podcast and and Eric came out and talked about like cursing. And so I'm only going to curse if I really get upset, angry, or whatever. And even then, I'm going to try to redirect my emotions a little bit differently. So I'm not going to say any more bad words. I'm really going to practice. Don't hold me to that, though. Don't hold me to that. What's good, PG? What's good, Melissa? What's good, Denise? John, you know you my dog. Callie in the building always. What's good, Mariah, Kevin, everybody that's tuned in. I appreciate you guys. Uh, Check this out, though. Now, the NFL released some new news, so we're going to get to some of the new news for the NFL, then we'll go ahead and talk some 49ers, right? So, if you didn't hear, the NFL came up with a summary of the off-season program. Now, I'm going to read this to you because it's a little tiny, and I know you guys need glasses, so I got you, all right? And to those that are listening to us out there, you get to hear my voice. <laughs> all right, so the summer uh, off-season program is ran in phases, all right? So, it's going to be uh, it's going to be nine weeks in total. All right. It's voluntary except for one mandatory mini camp. Again, it's voluntary except for one mandatory mini camp. Here's phase one. Phase one is four weeks, April 19th through May 14th. Yo, that's coming. That's like next Monday, baby. Let's go. All right. So A, virtual meetings. B, two hours per day at club at club's direction, whatever the club says. Uh, C, no on-field drills or work with coaches, so they can't work with coaches or have on-field drills. D, facility and weight room capacity limits remain in place, so that means only a certain amount of people can be in the weight room at a certain time. Clubs will make every effort to have the vaccine available for players, staff, and families during the first phase of the program. And so that's pretty awesome, right? So for during the first phase of the program, they're going to make sure that they have the vaccine available for staff, family members, and all the players for, during that four-week period. I think that's amazing. Let's get back to it. Phase two, May 17th through May 21st, virtual meetings again, on-field drills with coaches per CBA rules, CBA, the collective bargaining agreement rules, no contact teaching pace only all right so that'll be phase two that's the second week of the camp all right uh third phase uh this is going to be four weeks so may 24th to june 18th traditional otas that's 10 days full speed but no contact in person or virtual meetings all right includes mandatory mini camp so this is when that mini camp can kind of like take place this is awesome right payment per cba and individual player contracts for workout bonuses and all that good stuff players eligibility for bonus payments determined by terms of players contract cool COVID protocols as negotiated with the NFLPA with following enhancements, daily testing with a Mesa test, uh, staff vaccination protocols, and other regular season protocols in place, distancing, masks, etc. No change in the rookie uh, football development program or post-draft minicamp. So there's no changes in that. They're still going to continue to go on with that type of stuff. And I'm excited because the NFL is it's looking like they're trying to get back into the full swing of things. And we're going to get a great experience, full season, 2021 NFL season. Uh, and if you're a 49er fan, you already know you want this. COVID hit us hard in 2020. And so they're looking to, to, to make things better for us, guys. And, I, and I'm, I'm excited about football. I think the commissioner is doing a great job. 
They extended the season, right? So we got an extra game this season. Uh, I, I I agree with you, John. The program is pretty darn sweet. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like this whole protocol plan, the way they're trying to keep and provide or ensure the players with safety, and the fact that they put the families in there, like that, who gives testing the field? I wish my job did the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So that's good news. All right, look, today was the pro day for the great one he's number one you know he, he he's a guy out of out of the ohio state i gotta make sure i say that right so i don't get like charged because i'm a i'm a michigan fan and a lot of people already know that um we don't get along uh but i do like their players i'm not gonna sit here and talk trash about their players so look it was reported early this morning by albert breer shout out to albert breer uh just to recap uh teams that we've confirmed that were going to be there these are the teams that were there Plus the Lions. The Lions aren't on this list. I do believe that they were at the pro day as well. But you have the Jets who have the second pick, the Niners with the third, Falcons with the fourth, right? So the top three, the, the top three picks, second, third, and fourth teams were available. Here, here's a kicker though. The Panthers were there. Let's talk like the Panthers. Didn't, didn't they trade for Sam Darnold? Why were they there? Maybe they were looking at some other players. I don't know. Uh um, but the Panthers were there, the Broncos were there. Now, I got a really good friend of mine that's going to come on Friday. He's going to do the Broncos draft, man. His name is the Mad Fanatic. This dude is a Bronco-like legend when it comes to podcasting and music and getting stuff out there. He's going to be on the show Friday around the same time doing the live mock draft, Niners versus Denver, and uh, the Broncos, and we're going to have a good time. Uh, And if you listen to some of his things, man, he's hoping that they don't look for a quarterback. He likes Drew Locke. He feels like Drew Locke needs another chance. So, You'll hear more about that. And then the Patriots were there, uh, obviously, with the 15th pick. And I believe the Lions also uh, were there. They were added to the to the teams that were there at the Pro Day. Now, before we get a little bit into my man Justin Fields and what he did at the Pro Day, you know, he had some inspiration this morning by me. You know, I, I put out a nice little tweet, nice little quote, man. I said to him, listen, man, go out there and do what you do, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Continue being great. You are a winner and you will always be a winner. So go out there and win. It was something like that. I'm sure I rephrased it and, and changed up what I said. I know y'all saw the tweet, so I'm sure you'll put it back. We got Buck. Yo, yo, Bucket hat. Yo, I'm, I'm getting Sim. I'm liking a Bucket hat, dog. And so listen, you know, I put out a little inspiration. And I swear, like right after I put out my inspiration, here comes the goat. And then the goat just takes over. And so it's like Breezy never even said anything. Now, I'm not trying to be a goat. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just saying like the moment I'm like, yeah, I'm getting some love, man. I'm bigging up this kid. You know, guys, I'm a Trey Lance, you know, connoisseur or whatnot. And 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 and, 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 and it happens. All right. Now, Jennifer Lee did put something out. I did want to post that. She says these are the upcoming teams um, that are opting out for the virtual session so all the virtual sessions we talked about in that sweet little plan denver tampa bay seattle and detroit have all opted out i think that's i think that's pretty funny um they've all opted out now again back to the goat so the goat spoke and once the goat speaks you just kind of like sit back kick off your shoes relax your feet party on down to an x-gate beat just kick it all right here we go good morning ghost what's going on Justin Fields, hey man, don't worry about what they're saying about your brother. We know that you're a hard worker and you enjoy what you're doing on the football field. You inspire your teammates to be better 
Hey, they said the same thing about me. They said I couldn't run a 40. Yeah, I'm, I might have ran a 4, 5, 4, 6. I'm not even sure. But for one thing, they didn't clock me on my way to the end zone. Could nobody catch me. So, hey, let that stuff just blow over your head, man. Congratulations. I'm sure you're looking forward to the draft. And hopefully you go high. Hey, the GOAT is out. Now, the GOAT has spoken, and I'm not sure if the 49ers, I know the 49ers fan base respects and loves the GOAT. I don't know if the 49ers brass respects and loves the GOAT. What do I mean by that? It's like every time Jerry Rice speaks, it's kind of like they go the opposite way, right? Jerry Rice said, get Antonio Brown, and then 49ers are like, Nah, and then Antonio Brown's a Super Bowl champion. And Jerry Rice says, hey, draft this guy. You know, and the 49ers are like, nah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like whenever Jerry Rice has some advice, it kind of scares me because it's like I want the Niners to listen. Uh, but you, and when they don't, it kind of like backfires. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way. But please, he's the GOAT. Like, he's legit the GOAT. He's a GOAT over the GOAT. So if you're saying Joe Montana's the GOAT, well, Jerry Rice GOAT is a little bit goater. So it's longer. It's longer GOAT. Like, I'm just – Jerry Rice is my favorite football player of all time. There's nothing – it's Jerry Rice and then whatever. But Jerry Rice is the GOAT. And so when Jerry Rice speaks, it's just like, man, you know, I wish I wish people take heed, man. It's not like he was – you know, he, he he's not – He's speaking, he's speaking from experience. He might not be a, uh, uh, in the front office or anything like that. But listen, man, I'm hoping they listen to Jerry Rice. And I'm hoping Justin Fields uh, definitely had an open mind listening to the GOAT speak uh, when he talked about his 40 time. Like, that's amazing. Man. I think Jerry Rice ran like a 4, 5, 6 or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, Jerry Rice didn't run that fast. And guess what? He kind of like outran like every defense he's ever played against. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so like that should speak uh, volumes. And we're not even looking for, you know, Justin Fields to be the fastest guy on the field, even though he would be literally the fastest guy in the 49ers if they drafted him. Uh, not fastest guy. You still got Mostert there, but definitely top two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I just think that uh, Justin Fields, did exactly what he was supposed to do. He went out there, he balled out, and he did what he, what he was supposed to do. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on about Justin Fields. I know a lot of things that makes us, you know, some of us mad. Um, you know, Justin Fields, is like it's like he got to work twice as hard to just to prove to the world that, you know, he can do these things and, 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 and stuff. And I have a lot of PFF stats that I definitely want to post up, and I know a lot of people don't really – particularly care for pff but you know what they put out stats for a reason and they're still like the t uh, like number one at at putting out stats so we're gonna rock with some of their their stats and things like that listen cool thing is um 49ers coaches were there and this guy was there so matt miyoko uh tweeted out look quarterbacks coach rick scangarello joined john lynch and kyle shanahan to watch justin field's throw day all right and this was this is all about justin fields right and so how important is that rich was there? how important is it for rich to have been there you know i feel like he needed to be there this is a guy that's going to be able to sit there and you know say hey man 
he has bad mechanics on his throwing. It, it's too wound up. Looks like a baseball throw. We can fix that, though. That's fixable. We'll get him to get this ball out of his hand a lot quicker. I mean, this is super, like, awesome. I agree, Denise. It's very important. Like, it's 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 super important. What's good? Catch these Shanahan's. What's going on? Look, it's super important, Denise. Like, and when your quarterback's coach goes to a pro day, you already know that that guy is already taking notes. Rich is sitting there saying, you know, is he checking off these boxes, right? And then he's going to give that report. You know, Kyle's probably looking at one thing. John is probably looking at another thing. And then you got the guy that's supposed to be focusing on the quarterback. Am I buffering? Oh, no. That's not good. I don't feel like I'm buffering here. I hope not. Uh, sorry, Sim. And then you got my man, uh, Rich, that's sitting there saying, look, this is a guy. He's checking off probably nine out of ten boxes, and one is an easy fix. So it should be an easy, breezy decision come draft day. You get what I'm saying? Like, it should be. It should be. There's a, there's a caveat to it, but it should be an easy, breezy type of decision. All right? And so we'll get to that a little bit later. I'm not going to be here long, guys. These going to be short shows, man. I can tell you that right now. Even though I like to talk, I talk too much. All right? And so let's go ahead and kick off some of these PFF. You know what? I'm not even going to bring you the stats. Let's go ahead and watch the daggone video. Oh my gosh all right not only did he complete like every pass like did you see his footwork in the pocket it the drop back the roll back drop bam step did you see the zach wilson throw i felt like everybody has to throw a zach wilson throw throw that sam darnold has thrown in the nfl too by the way so i need y'all to go check out the game against the 49ers you can watch sam darnold do that same sidearm type of throw cross body blah 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 blah, whatever but he did put that in there he put that in the repertoire yes this is footage from today man shout out to the people from ohio state that decided to say hey we're gonna get some things that uh we're gonna we're gonna slip some cameras in there and we're gonna get some footage it's like you know when you go to a place uh and they say turn your cameras off and no one listens <laughs> um I'm one of those people. I, I just I just want to put that out there. I'm definitely one of those people. Um, that doesn't turn a can, uh, camera off. I couldn't see who was catching, man. I think it was uh I think it was my man, uh, Symmetry. Uh, but speaking of oh Olave, I think that's how you say his name. I have a I, if you watch the throws he threw at the pro day. All right, if you watch some of those throws, he has a game throw against against Clemson. Now watch this box. Four-man rush, Fields has time, launches downfield, it's Olave, he's got a touchdown, Ohio State! I mean, can we watch that again? I mean, look, 
This is not the only bomb he throws. This was a 61-yard bomb. Now, a lot of people are critiquing it. I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a tad bit underthrown. Just a tad bit. I don't even think it's underthrown. I just don't think it was properly thrown because the because Olave caught it like this. I could be wrong, but he caught it kind of like that, opposed to catching it out front like the Jerry Rice catches we're used to seeing. But here, here's the thing, right? First of all, Olave split two defenders. That happens in the NFL. People keep saying, oh, NFL speed is different. No shit. But people get burnt in the NFL. We we watch it all the time. I hate when people say that too. Like, you know, Olavi is not. I'm sorry, Sim. That throw is amazing, though. You know, Sim, I, 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 that's the clip I got, right? And so I just wanted 61. Miss. My Aunt Debbie says 61 yards is 61 yards. That's, that's what it is. She spoke it. 61 yards is 61 yards. Now, here's the thing, right? <laughs> now, watching that throw, I want you to watch. We're going to watch it again. Sorry, uh, Symmetry, just close your eyes. I want you to watch his poise in the pocket. That's what I want you to watch. Because if we know Kyle Shanahan, he likes pocket quarterbacks with pocket presence that can stay in that pocket and release that ball. And I just want you to watch this one more time. Symmetry, I'm apologizing in advance, even though I really don't care. Here we go. Four-man rush. Fields has time. Watch it downfield. It's Olave. He's got a touchdown. Ohio State. Olave, this play took a while. I mean, it, the offensive line does a good job. Look how he gets behind Nolan Turner. I don't know if they thought he... All right, so you're telling me if we get protection for this guy. Now, let's let's do a little test. Two reads. I saw two reads. I saw him look to the left for his first read. Y'all say he's a first read quarterback thrower. And then, his, and then the second read was down the field. Now, I could be wrong. I'm not the greatest. I am not the greatest reader when it comes to watching film. You know what I'm saying? But I know I saw him take two reads. He was like, hike, bam, nope. Oh, two. Deep, bam, 61 yards. And he had the time to allow that play to progress, right? He had time to watch his guy get open, right? And when the safety came over, he just burnt the safety too. So you can't sit there and tell me, Chrissy, see, we, see Chrissy, Chrissy, you know, this is not the conversation. This is not that show, right? We didn't want to have this conversation, but I promise you it was in my mind. I was going to end the show off this. So hold your thought because we're going to come back to that. So here's the thing. He makes the throw. He has two reads. And a lot of people says he's like a one-read quarterback. And, you know, the 49ers shouldn't draft him. And, and this is down the third. And blah, 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 blah. And no, we don't take Wilson. Heck nah. No, we don't. Sorry, 49er media. You'll be on here. I believe he's going to be on Monday night um, after the Nitty Gritty Niners show. So at 9 p.m. Eastern, we're trying to get 49er media on to do a live mock draft. I'm not sold on Wilson. And you know I'm not. And I'll tell you why. Because Wilson, in my opinion, he just doesn't have the body. And I know this doesn't make sense, but he just, and it does make sense. He doesn't have the body to play in the NFC West, man. And I'm just scared that you get him in there and, and he gets hit by one of those guys. I just don't think he's going to get back up. And I don't think he'll do too well. I think you'll see more interceptions from Zach Wilson than you would even from Mac Jones. 
And I wasn't going to mention Mac Jones the whole day today. I wasn't. That he, He's not a part of this show. Uh, this is not a Mac Jones day. This is a field day. This is the field of dreams. All right. And so, look, a lot of negative negativity going on about Justin Fields. Here's the thing I can't figure out. Here's the thing that's making me scratch my head. You guys know I'm I'm a Trey Lance. I, look, I'm a I'm a rock with Trey Lance until he's not selected. But if 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 Zach if if Justin Fields isn't the quarterback for the 49ers, then it better be Trey Lance. But if Justin Fields is selected for the quarterback uh, selected as the 49ers, the 49ers will have a dynasty in the making. The dynasty was already in the making, but I feel like this would put that seal on the dynasty because they're going to get a guy that could just do so many things. And let's just take a look at some of the things that he actually can do. Let's look at some of the stats that uh, PFF have put out. All right. And let's start with this one. Right. So if we ask, I'm going to ask you guys a question out there because you guys are tuned in live and I appreciate that you guys rock with the nitty gritty Niners and you, you're supporting me. I'm actually thinking about doing this full time. So like I, you know, I've, I've been having a real battle about going back to work and going back to school and doing things that I got to do that I'm just tired of, man. I'm, I'm getting older and I, I'm really enjoying this and, and bringing you guys information and entertainment. That's my thing. I, I like to entertain. Look, highest accurate pass percentage last season. So in 2020 in the college football, he had the highest accurate pass percentage at 72.4%. Matt Jones is number two, and he's not that far behind. But then when you start to look at the type of passes, because we're going to get to that. It's going to be my last slide on Justin Fields, and then we'll see you guys tomorrow. Look, 72.4%. Look, the average and the FBS average is 55% which is kind of like where your boy Trey Lance is. You know what I'm saying? My, my guy, Trey Lance, he's kind of in that 50 to 60% range or whatever when it comes to accuracy, things he needs to work on, all right? I don't think accuracy is a hard thing to fix. I think it definitely can be adjusted, especially depending on the type of plays we're talking about. Because when I mention accuracy, I'm going to talk about some of the passes that your boy Mac Jones is really high on. Uh, and, and things that he ran, all right? And so let's talk about his reads, right? So we got accuracy and we got reads. Now, in that Clemson game, that wasn't even his best game. I I just, the bomb and the accuracy on that bomb and, and, the, and the way it was, it was an easy catch for Olave, right? It wasn't a catch Olave had to stretch his arms out for. It wasn't a five-yard overthrow to where in the Super Bowl where your, your wide receiver just couldn't get there, couldn't make the catch. It wasn't one of those type of catches. It was just there. It just happened to be a little bit, you know, to the side. Uh, but here, here's what we're talking about, right? And so um, great on throws past first read since 2019, minimum 60 attempts, right? Minimum 60 attempts. Number one, Justin Fields, 90.6. Number two, Zach Wilson, 90.1. Number three, Trey Lance. Number seven, Trevor Lawrence, number eight, Mac Jones. All right. And so PFF grades on first throws past the uh, grade on throws past the first read. Why are we saying he's a one read quarterback if his grade is high past his first read? I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm 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 confused. Like if this dude grade is saying, look, he sees his first read. He, he, he looks, it goes to a second, third, we're talking about progressions here, 
right? And so here's the thing. His his grade is really high after that first read. And I agree, Sam. I you, you know, I can't fault. I, I, I won't knock Mac Jones for having top-notch receivers, man. That that goes to Nick Saban, man. That guy can recruit. I was talking to my man on the show yesterday, if you guys remember, uh, James H. White. He's an Alabamian, man. I, I'm telling you, he is road tied. Like, he probably, like, breathes road tide. I don't know. It probably comes out of his breath. But he's a road tide guy. And he was kind of breaking down because we were we were talking about um, doing a college football show where the Big Ten meets the SEC. And we kind of do something like that during college football season. And, and him and I were, um, he was just trying to tell me, like, when Alabama wasn't good and how they became good. And he was just kind of schooling me on what Nick Saban had to do. And Nick Saban went in there and met with the athletic director and was just like, look, you got to change this whole, you got to change everything. Build me a facility. It's going to cost you 70 million. Boom. They did it in like three months. And so like they can't, they, like they just gave him what he needed. And then he went out and started saying he can, he can get all the types of players he wanted to come in there. He could sell his program. He can sell his recruitment ideas to things. And, and we were kind of comparing why Jim Harbaugh struggling at Michigan. And I just think Michigan is just way too traditional. This is why kids that are born in, in, in Michigan, you know, they go to Ohio State to school because Ohio State is relevant. And so we were kind of talking about that. And so he really does know his thing about Mac Jones. And he was talking about Mac Jones yesterday on the show. And I know y'all didn't want to hear it, uh, but he was just kind of giving us an end scoop on if we did draft Mac Jones, because he did not want to draft Mac Jones. And if you don't believe me, go watch the episode. It's in there. Watch the episode. He is drafting Trey Lance to the 49ers. He was not drafting Mac Jones. Uh, he was just telling us some of the things we, sh- we can look forward to if we were to take Mac Jones. But I was just, I'm just putting that out there. I'm not saying that's going to happen. That's not what Wayne Breezy wants to happen. You already know who my guy is. And I'm I'm liking Justin Fields, right? You know, I'm, I'm really loving this kid, man. This kid is amazing. Not going to stun on you, all right? And so, A, he's accurate. He's highly accurate. Number one in accuracy, right? Number one in accuracy, like, that, that's that's pretty cool because he's higher than Trevor Lawrence, who's the best quarterback coming out this year, right? And so he's number one in accuracy. He um, he has a high rating after reading, getting past his first read. And here's another interesting stat I found on PFF where he rates low. And this is where I want to talk to you guys about. All right. Most passing yards on screen passes last season among 2021 draft quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence was number one. Matt Jones is number two. Wilson is, is five. And look where Justin Fields is. He's 22. Now, a lot of that can do with the type of offenses that they run out there. What are your thoughts on that? Because we all know what's good, Keith. Shout out to my Facebook crew. What's going on, fam? Uh, Niner gang for life, baby. What are your thoughts on that? Because the 49ers like to run all kinds of screens, fullback screens, tight end screens, wide receiver screens. We don't see too many running back screens, right? Um, But we do like to throw some screens. Sim says Justin Fields and maybe take Jamie Newman if we acquire another pick via trade. Newman would be a great backup. Um, Sim, what's funny is, I've been saying that I can see this be that draft where Kyle Shanahan drafts two quarterbacks. I don't know who that second guy would be. Jamie Newman is is a guy I think you and I think Mike 
was kind of like high on Mike from nothing but Niners. Um, and so, yeah, that's funny. Daddy Yo says, Ohio State doesn't incorporate. They don't. They do not. I was sitting there watching their games. And it's because of personnel, too, right? Uh, I think Ezekiel Elliott, when he was running back out of Ohio State, he ran he ran some running back screens, right? He was also a pound, ground and pound guy, too, as well. What's good, Niner Gang Podcast? What's going on? Um, please hit that like button. Thank you, Peachy. Thank you, Melissa. Appreciate it, guys. And not only hit the like button, yo, go grab the link and just post it everywhere and let people watch us live right now while they can. We need to get our subscribers up. All right, so I agree with you, daddy Yo, That's just not what they run. My question is, since they don't run that and the 49ers do run some screens, we do run screens, right? Am I wrong? We, we definitely run screens. Would that be a downside? Is that something learnable? Can he make those kind of throws? That like that would be the question. Those are those quick throws, man, behind the line of scrimmage. Look, wide receiver pops up. My dog, Nick. I hope your truck is all good, man. I hope you're all good, man. Thanks for tuning in, bro. Uh, Facebook is popping today, dog. Oh, snap. We got some viewers on Facebook. That's what I'm talking about. Um, like, like, do we think he's going to struggle with those type of throws? And I think that is what we didn't see today. I think we saw the throws that we know he can make, but the throws that we probably wanted to see are some of those behind the line of scrimmage throws. Those are throws we know that, you know, Mac Jones can hit, but then Mac Jones can't hit all the other throws either, right? And so it's like pick your poison. Now, I think Justin Fields elevates the offense, elevates the team, elevates Shanahan, elevates the franchise elevates himself i just think he's an elevator throw your hands in the air you know what i'm saying that's my my at aliens out there if you guys know about outcast they had a song called elevators right and so um i think he just elevates the offense to a whole nother level right and we're not just talking about running we're talking about extending plays but did you see can i can i go back to that i'm probably gonna get flagged uh we're, we're probably gonna get flagged but can i just symmetry do you mind just one more time Please, just one more. This is real game footage. Just one more time, Sim. I, I got to wait for Sim to say yes. I'm not going to disrespect my guy. This, this is my brother, like, from another mother, yo. Sim, if you can I just give me a thumbs up if I can just show one more again that throw. Um, Just, uh, thank you. Here we go. Uh, he, he didn't have to put the uh in here, though. <laughs> I know what he means. Just watch him in the pocket. I, don't worry about the throw. Watch him in the pocket. That's all I care about. Four man rush, Fields has time. Launches downfield. It's a lobby. Boom. Now, it just looked like the throw was behind him either. It just looked like it just fell right onto the side of his shoulder pad and right into his hands. But him in that pocket is what impressed me the most, man. He didn't have to scramble. He didn't have to get out. Now, there's plenty of plays where he does things like that. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of bootlegs where he runs out to one side. I'm going to say this. Ohio State likes to run a lot of uh, uh, one options where they get their guy to be a, a guy in man coverage. And if, if he can locate, oh, my God, if he can locate man coverage in the NFL, we have a freaking winner. Like, think about what I'm saying. All right, I'm not going to throw in the double coverage because I'm not stupid. But when I see man coverage, they don't, if, even if I see zone and it, it jumps into man or whatever, and I see a guy one-on-one, that's what Ohio State is. And they have receivers that, that get balls like that. And so 
I can see Kyle Shanahan probably upgrading, not upgrading, but adding another element to the offensive game where he's going to get some type of wide receiver that can win 50-50 balls. Hey, Symmetry got a guy out there. I want to say his name is Tylon, Tyron, Tylon, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and he's a guy that I started to look at. So thanks for that, Sim. I know I got his name wrong, but, you know, don't kill me up here. Um... I wish you could post links up here too, Ms. Deb, because I know you got some other throws you want to show. Uh, <laughs> I'm, t when I, I'm telling you, look, all 22 of that throw is even more insane. You see Phil's move the safe, and those are the things we're talking about, like the intangibles, like reading, <sighs> moving the safety with your eyes and not your body. Like your eyes are saying one thing. Hey, safety, guess where I'm going with the ball? Check out my eyes. I'm going this way. I'm throwing like that. I know I'll probably look cockeyed at the cross-sided, but that's what I'm talking about. Tylon Wallet. Tylon, Tylon, Tylon. Kid is a monster. I also like my man Simi. Look, Simi out of Stanford is not a bad option. Um, it's not a bad option. I'm just gonna put that out there. If you're looking for a wide receiver, from those type of routes, that's a big play guy that can get ball, that can jump over people. He he he's that guy. All right, and so Miss um, Debbie on it. Look, I got links coming to me. Oh, let's see if I can. Whew, I don't even know if I can get him on here that quick, Miss Deb. Hold on, let me see what I could do. I tell you what, next show I'm gonna post these joints out. Just check our nitty gritty Niners, our, our our Instagram and our Twitter. I'm gonna post these joints up there, man. And, and and I didn't even talk about his speed. I could care less about his speed. The fact that he has speed is why I like this guy. I'm not saying Brown out of North Carolina isn't good, Cali. I'm just trying to tell you go and watch film on this semi Fihoko out of Stanford. Just, just watch the way he makes big plays. Playmakers. That's what wide receivers are supposed to be. I don't care what one, two, three, X, five, Z, doesn't matter who you play. You got to be a playmaker in this Kyle Shanahan offense. But the fact that he's able to do that is amazing. Uh, it, it, it truly is. And so, can we, we're going to watch the Justin Fields Pro Day footage one more time. Um, actually, before we get to that, uh, did you guys get a chance to see, uh, and I know no one cares about Mr. Butt Fumble, but he had some really good insight about testing. And we talk about guys who test well. And he's pretty much saying, this guy, why am I telling you what he said when I could just play it? Justin Fields, okay? The guy who supposedly can't go through his reads, you know, doesn't have great work out there, all this, all this bogus stuff. He scored the highest ever. Okay, he scored the highest that they can I rank him. 65 hot check. Like, a, it, they scored a 130 on it. He scored a 130. Mahomes was like a 108. Josh Allen was like a 108. Like, over 100. We can stop it right there. Why? I mean, if, if you score the highest on an aptitude test or whatnot, I mean, what what are we talking about? Like, what are, what are we arguing? Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand the stuff that's going through our head. Like, he scored high. Look. He met, Mark Sanchez mentioned two quarterbacks that Kyle Shanahan covets. I'll start. Patrick Mahomes. How do we know he covets him? Because he talks too much. He talks too damn much about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, Patrick. Yeah, right. Got your ass beat by Patrick Mahomes. And then Josh Allen, another guy that he covets. 
right? And so, like, these are guys Kyle Shanahan is saying to himself, man, you know, if we can get ourselves on one of those type of quarterbacks, like, how can we be beat? I mean, I and I know you'll lose games and things like that in the NFL, but just think about the element you're adding when you add the dimension of a, a guy that can do these things uh, by the name of Mr. Justin Fields. And so, you know, I know a lot of people are like, Breezy, you're probably changing your opinion on Trey Lance. I'm not. Trey Lance is still, in my opinion, has the highest upside. I don't give a care about any footage. Footage is good because it makes you, it, it secures the aha moment, right? It does. Something about Trey Lance that I like, and we'll talk about him next week after his pro day. Trey Lance will get the next week. This is all about Justin Fields. But there's things that, my only analogy that I like to use, man, and I'm kind of biblical, you know what I mean? I, I know the Bible, but I'm talking about the potter and the clay, man. And when I look at Trey Lance, he has this frame, this physique, and this skill set, but it's raw. Everybody can agree to that, correct? Well, you're asking the greatest, you know, guy to to in the in in the in football to come in and shape and form this piece of clay. How do you want to make it? I'm not comparing Kyle Shanahan to God, but I'm just saying that's kind of the analogy I'm drawing. So now he can come in and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to add this. I'm going to add that. And I'll talk about Trey Lance next week and how he's able to process things and things like that. But um, yeah, like Justin Fields pro day was amazing. We'll show it one more again. Shout out to Rich Scangarello for being there. I guarantee you, I guarantee you. <laughs> Wait, what did I do, Simtree? He says, Breezy, you got the right mindset. Once you get more information, you'll have to update your <laughs> It's not that I want more information. I just want to give this week to Justin Fields and then next week to Trade Day. Next week will be Trade Day. Next Monday will be Trade Day. It'll be three nothing but Niner shows probably on that. I'll do one from work. We'll do the regular show at night and then we'll do a draft show after the regular show. How about that? All right, don't be trying to play Trey Day either, man. It's not what the show's about. We uplift everybody, but we keep it nitty-gritty. All right, so guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in, man. I'm your host, Breezy. I wasn't even supposed to be here for 40 minutes. It was supposed to be a 20-minute show. See what you guys do to me? You guys made the show 20 minutes longer, uh, but I appreciate it because, you know, I like to talk. Y'all be having all kinds of conversations, and it'd be good. I do want to show this one more time, and then we'll go and get up out of here. All right. Now, this is footage from his pro day. So if you didn't get a chance to see it, you just you joined the show a little bit late. No problem. To all our Facebook guys out there that are watching, here it is for you. I saw three deep routes. I saw an intermediate route 
I saw two bootleg rollouts, one to the left, one to the right. I just saw a guy come in here and just make some some amazing throws. Will Justin Fields be drafted at number three? He better be. Will he be? Who knows? I'm your boy Breezy. Hope you guys enjoyed the show, man. I will see you guys. When am I going to see you? Guess what? I'm going to be bringing you a show tomorrow with a very special guest. My man Eric Crocker will be on here. And it's going to be a show where he is going to school you on some things. So make sure you tune in tomorrow, 3 p.m., same time, same place. All right, 3 p.m. Eric will be on here, and he's gonna do a little, uh, a little, a, a little football lesson for you guys. And I'm excited because I'm gonna be right in the front seat, even though I'm hosting the show. So it's gonna be crazy. I love you guys. You know how we do. Uh, stay up. Most importantly, stay faithful. We out. Peace. We did it. Nobody believed but us. That's why we call faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh huh. Tell me long. Oh, <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty gritty, this that niners talk. Yeah. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that niners talk. Yeah. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty is that honest talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty is that honest talk. Not as talk, nitty gritty is that honest talk.